everybody. Welcome to a new edition of Guitar Talk. I'm Jimmy Warren. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, before we get into the show, I just want to make a couple of quick announcements. Uh, one is that Guitar Talk is uh, doing an album with past guests. I should say I'm doing an album with past guests through Guitar Talk in order to raise money for the Guitars for Vets organization. In other words, all the proceeds of this album, uh, downloads, anything that goes with it, uh, go to help uh, veterans with PTSD. This is going to be done in conjunction with Mark Triamani's organization called uh, Take a Chance for Charity. And of course, the Guitars for Vets program. The reason I'm bringing it up is because I want to direct you to go to guitartalkofficial.com. There's a tab that says Guitars for Vets at the top. Go to it because we're taking donations in order to be able to put the recording together. Rather than throw it out on a crowdfunding source, we just thought we'd try to keep it all in-house if at all possible. And, uh, you know, we don't, we're not trying to raise a ton of money or anything like that, just enough to cover, you know, to help with some of the expenses uh, for recording, mixing, mastering, and then, of course, marketing at the end. So go to guitartalkofficial.com, go to the tab Guitars for Vets, check out uh, a lot of great people, Carl Verhey and Alan Hines, Chuck Winfler, Blacktop Mojo, Greg Martin from the Kentucky Headhunters, Marcus Demel from the Blue Poets, just a, a ton of people on there, too many to, to mention right at the moment, but go on there and make sure that you're uh, supporting this. It's a great cause, and all the artists are, you know, donating their time in that, and so uh, our only expenses are in the actual recording part, so... Anyway, go to Guitar Talk Official today and make sure that you're uh, helping to support that. The other thing is Guitar Talk is doing its very first annual guitar show. It's the Chicago National Guitar Show that's going to take place at the Kankakee Fairgrounds in Kankakee, Illinois, right off of I-57. It's a buy-sell trade show. It's going to be great. we got vendors from all over the country that are coming People that are looking to buy your gear, people that have tons of vintage, new, and used gear to sell. It's going to be a great time. It's from 11 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, July 17th. That's the Chicago National Guitar Show. Once again, for information, go to guitartalkofficial.com. You'll see a tab at the top that says Chicago National Guitar Show. There you can get your early pass to get in because uh, they're discounted right now. And then if you're a vendor or, you know, you own a company and you want to come there and sell your products or show your products off, uh, right there through that site, you can acquire your, your booth in order to be able to do that. It's going to be a great time as I know we got people coming in from all over the country. So it's going to be great. Okay, so now let's just dive in. You know, it was a while back that I had a conversation with a gentleman by the name of Dan Gee. Now, you know, he's from, um, I, I do believe he's from Denmark or the Netherlands, somewhere in that region. So forgive me if I'm, I could be wrong, it might be Scotland. Who the hell knows, man? It's, it's early. <laughs> anyway, Dan is uh, over marketing and artist relations for JTC, which everybody knows as Jamtrack Central. Jamtrack Central started out as a company that just made backing tracks for guys like you and me to 
you know, to play to. And then as time progressed, you know, they started bringing on players that could do uh, demonstrations of different songs and styles and techniques and different things that would help players like you and I in order to improve. And over the course of time, Dan and the team at JTC have managed to surround themselves with what is my opinion as some of the greatest players in the world. These guys are from all over, all walks of life, from Australia, Croatia, Nigeria, Algeria. I mean, you name it. You know, they're from all over, and they're all flat-out amazing. And so what we decided to do is, hey, let's take a, a, a month, uh, and let's just focus on the artists on JTC, because there are such great guitar players on there. And now we've had guys in the past, we've had Igor Pascal, we've had Nazim Cree, you know, uh, some other guys from, from JTC. But this month, man, we've got some, some really, really uh, great musicians. Today we're going to talk with Dan Gee uh, about JTC, what they're looking for, how they operate, all that good kind of stuff. And then uh, through the rest of the month, we'll talk to Martin Miller from Germany, uh, Rohan Stevenson from Australia, and uh, Marco Safoli <laughs> from Italy. Man, I hope I said that wrong. Forgive me, Marco, if I didn't. Um, but uh, all great players. So this is going to be a great month. So do yourself a favor. Sit back, put your feet up, get a nice cool beverage, and enjoy this conversation with Dan Gee over artist relations for JTC right here on Guitar Talk. Hello. What's going on, Dan? How's it going? Good, good, good. Hey, where are you located at? Uh, I am in Wales, actually, but... Um... JTC is uh, all, we're all UK, we're all UK based. That's, so. that's, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So, well. uh, but we're all spread over. Like we all work remotely. So yeah, um, yeah, all yeah. spread over the UK. Can 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 you hang on one second? Yeah. All right. All right, I do apologize. All right, well, fine. The studio is in my home. Yeah, we've been we've been graced with a new puppy. Ah, and so we, we have two other dogs, and so it seemed like right about the time that we were getting ready to talk, they all decided it was playtime. You know, so I had to separate them. I've got a um, three month old baby. Um, oh. So uh yeah, I've told the wife if she wakes up well I've got I've got two kids, the other one's all right, but if, if they wake up, you're on your own. You're on your own. Now uh I appreciate you doing this. You know, I've uh man, I've hosted great players from, from yeah, all, yeah. all over the world and I've had some really talented I hate to say I look to you guys you know, for new talent, because there's so many great players around the world that are off the radar of regular it's people. Mad. Absolute mad. Like, and there's players that we, um, 
you know we got our eye on or that we tried reaching out to that not many people know about you know and it's just um but there are only so many hours in a day that people can watch guitar content (laughs) so some (laughs) people will go under the radar unfortunately so 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 how do you guys go about that process do you are you just searching relentlessly on YouTube and, you know, different different places like that and just looking for people that aren't necessarily known or popular or anything, just really great players? I mean, I don't think there's any, I suppose there are three ways. I might, you know, we might thought, oh, we, we could do some new players or why not, you know, so I'll scroll death scroll on Instagram or, you know, sit on YouTube or, and you find people. I mean, sometimes people come out of the wood. Sometimes people come to you. Igor Pashbaj um, is a brilliant example. I remember when he, we have a monthly uh, jam of the month. It's a, we give him free backing and then people can sail over it. And um, remember when he entered, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> where did this guy come from? Right. And um, Claudio Pietrinic, who is a brilliant player who sometimes goes under the radar a bit, he was the judge. And I was like, that guy's won. <laughs> yeah. And so he came to us and we've had a few people have emailed in, you know, um, uh, in the past. Say so Luca Mantovanelli, um, uh, the way he came in was a bit on those lines. And he's one of our you know, biggest content providers now. Um and of course, we have people recommended to us. So George Karianis, who made his JTC debut last year, he's a brilliant player. He was recommended to us by George Marios, who's a great player in his own rights. So he's done stuff with the pineapple thief and, right. and things like that. So there's, I wouldn't say there's any rhyme or reason to it. I suppose the um, it's, it is a lot of the time it's the case of we we know who the players are out there. Most people know who the players are. Then we'll do our best to contact them. Max Ostro, for example, you would have been an idiot if anyone knows Max Ostro is playing not to reach out to him because you, you can always ask the question and they might say no, might not say anything. And Max, brilliant, brilliant um, young player to work with. And um, yeah, that was just through social media, I suppose. So it, there's no right, rhyme or reason to it. It's just, um, it tends to happen quite organically, really. Yeah. Now, is there something specific that JTC is looking for when they look at somebody? Is it, is it, cause I know uh, uh, the majority of your, your content is in the, you know, rock progressive, uh, you know, uh, more fusion type stuff. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've seen any blues or if I have, it's been. Yeah. We, we, just, we just had Josh Smith. We just had a Josh oh, Smith release. Just gone. So we've got Josh Kirk. Fletcher, um, oh, okay, okay. Who, and I, I was at the Kirk Fletcher record his last recording session, and a, what a nice guy, and b, just unbelievable. Just here's a backing track. Just, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, we do have a lot of fusion guys. You are right, um, and I think that comes from the history of JTC when it started. It was, um, it was, you know, people like Guthrie and. Um, you know, Alex Hutchings and Martin Miller and stuff who've been there for a lot and Jack Famer and it's just kind of just just go mad soloing. Fusion is probably the realm where you go the maddest. Um, uh, some people may disagree, but in terms of what we look for, I suppose we want that person to have a unique voice 
um, which is quite a hard thing to, to everyone. I mean, everyone's got their own unique voice, but for example, Greta Van Fleet is just like that then. I mean, you can like Greta Van Fleet, but um, it, so th there's that, but we kind of, there is a polished, a polished thing um, or potential to be polished, I think, because um, I think our, our owner, Jan, he described us as the Aston Martin, uh, <laughs> um, which some people may think is a bit arrogant, but I think there is an arrogance to the way we operate and that we want the, to quote Will Smith in Men in Black, the best of the, well, not you know, to quote Men in Black, the best of the best of the best. Um, so it's just that, that polished, article they don't have to be the biggest shredder in the world i think this is a misconception um so nazim kree an algerian guitarist is not the biggest shredder but he's just so tasteful you know said he emailed in and we were like yeah you know there's no reason to say no because he's so tasteful so yeah we we've we've had i've had him on my show yeah and uh, and i and i got him through through you guys where i that's where i first saw him as a matter of fact i bought his you know, his uh, sessions that he did, you know, through you guys. Yeah, the recent one, yeah. Yeah, because he, he is, he's an amazingly tasteful player, you know, and uh, guys like that are hard to hard to come by. And that, But, the, you know, one of the things you, you mentioned, you know, how your owner says that you're the Aston Martin of the, the industry. I'm going to pay for, I'm going to pay for that one now. Sorry. Adam. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm getting, what I'm getting at is, is that when you look at JTC from the outside in, you know, as somebody who understands marketing, as somebody who understands advertising and what it takes in order to stand out, you guys seem, you know, through, uh, you know, through the covers of, uh, of the, uh, uh, sessions that you're doing through your website, through the content you put out, it all looks just so over the top professional. Yeah. You know, it really, it's, it stand out. It really stands out. And it's something that draws people in, I think, in order to pay attention. I think, um, I mean, that, that does come from the team. We've got a really, really talented designer, Matt Roberts, um, who, I mean, the, the, the turds of mine, he's polished, you know, I come up with this half baked idea and he's, and then, and and he just he makes things happen. But it does it does help that we we got guys that they they get it. Like Ollie Steele, for example, he's got a release coming out on Friday. Or even so, going back to Luca, and they get that if you can get that really good solid photo, you know, either with you with a guitar or whatever, um, and a really good concept for a product, then we know the playing is going to be good. We can take care of the filming the it's not hard to get something to sound good these days um with amp modelers and you know plugins and and stuff so it's the guys that get it that tend to to do the, to do the best but yeah we're, we're blessed with um talented designs i mean jtc's been going for 15 years now so you know mistakes have been made yeah. and we're in a position now where we we've got an idea of what works and what doesn't but it doesn't always <laughs> doesn't always work um sometimes things don't work no but it, it, it they like as i said everything looks amazing i mean it looks really really professional and uh, I, I used to own a content development company you know where we made you know concepts for unscripted television 
you know, and imagery is absolutely everything. It's one of those things that draws people in in order to pay attention to whatever it is you're trying to sell, you know, and, and your, your material does that. So hats off because, you know, that's really, really difficult. Now, you know, the, the space is, is crazy, you know, with people making online content of mm -hmm. their own and everybody trying to do lessons on their own and, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, how does that work in competition or is there just enough room for absolutely everybody? Well, I mean, we, um, I suppose the pandemic has, has kind of, um, has hastened or, you know, multiplied. So I can't think of the word. So at the start of the pandemic, it was like well, people what am i going to do so play guitar you know but then guitarists were like well what am i going to do and then that's where you said i think the market has become you know so so crowded you know now but um you can look at what other people do and obviously other brands do great stuff like um i'll get in trouble but fender play if you're a beginner fender play for me i think it's brilliant um this you know so you can we can look at what they do, but as long as we're not copying, you know, we know we know what works for us. We've got kind of a philosophy, um, to, not to sound too airy fairy, and we kind of stick to it that we want wow playing, even if even if it is beginner level. And I know JTC beginner level is not. Is that it's, not like, it's it's like our local curry house. Their spice levels are always one up. Um, but as long as we stick to wow playing, you know, wow sound and wow looks as much as we can. There's always going to be instances where we have to kind of make compromises to so say, you know, someone's facilities or their because we ask most artists film themselves and we help them guide them as much as we can, but they might not have the facilities to, um, to do it to the same level as someone that's been doing it for five, six years, you know, has, has got the capital to invest. So going back to Luca, you look at Luca Mantovanelli's first few videos compared to where he is now. Yeah. And it's the same Claudio Pietronic, it's chalk and cheese. But yeah, I think even on like YouTube, you look at someone brilliant, brilliant content like Paul Davids. Now I follow Paul Davids because <laughs> he's just great content. But he obviously does his lesson stuff as well. But there's not really any point in us competing, competing with him, trying to compete with him directly because we've got our own strengths and we we can build on them. And I think there's a uh, like a slowly, slowly approach to when we kind of farm out to new areas. So going back to Nazim, he's bringing in that kind of wry North African vibe. And I, I love my world music. So, you know, if I had my way, we'd, we'd jump into flamenco and salsa and all this stuff and we'd be doing like you know congolese guitar and things like this but at the moment it's let's focus on our strengths and and, and see and see how we go basically because we've got a responsibility to our artists as well because we are a royalties based platform so right. and we pay fairly so you know we start saying to this guitarist oh, can you experiment with i don't know i always use the example of doom metal because i like my doom you know, it's just right. no one's going to want to learn. <laughs> so we've got we've got that responsibility as well. So. Yeah. So you were talking about a minute ago because I was going to ask you about the the filming and the recording, and you said that everybody you know pretty much does it on their own. So what happens if you get a guy 
that comes to you that's an amazing guitar player but i mean it's just so clueless when it comes to the visual aspect because most of those guys they all understand understand sound they know how to put stuff yeah, down yeah. together but visually i mean i mean i i do i do podcasts with with pro players that have no understanding of the visual aspect of it you know i i've done out of all the years I've done uh, interviews like this, I've only had one person that, well, two, and one and one of those is Igor, actually, that has their presentation to me is just just like to die for. I mean, just spot on. So what do you do about that guy? I mean, I mean, it's, it's, a, I mean it's a hard one, to be honest. I mean, he, when any when someone moves house, because people move houses, it's always like, I'm always like, oh no, I'm going to have to redo their studio setup. <laughs> so, so um, I mean, a recent example would be, say, Claudio, again, Claudio Pietrnik again, he's just moved to a new house. And so he's like, how about this? And, and to be honest, he nailed it first time. But previously, if you look at his arch of products, I think there was... Um, there was a couple that didn't quite look as good, you know, and this, this does happen, you know, so we kind of went back to the drawing board and this is someone that knows what Claudio is brilliant to work with. He's, um, he went back to the drawing board and, um, you know, we built it up, but when you get someone that just has no clue, no, none at all, cause they might be a touring artist. They might not have, have yeah. done it. Sometimes it's easier just to wait until they're on tour in the UK. And, and we've got a studio space in North London, um, which is what Josh, Josh, used. now Josh can film, but you know, Josh is the kind of guy that do you want to come in for four hours, if that, and just play. And, um, so he's happy with that, but we've got people that we just wait, essentially, we're going to wait for the opportunity, which is a shame, but I mean, there's probably been instances in the past where we've, we've kind of let things slide, um, wrongly in terms of visual aspect because again it's it's not good for the the artist in question because it probably won't sell as much um but it's it's just a challenge and it's, it's something you can advise on as much as you as you want but if they have got no setup at all there's a an investment thing for them you know they've got to buy cameras and lighting and you know lapel mics or shotgun mic or, or whatever um and it's just a case of communication, which is my job. I talk to artists basically yeah. all day, every day. So, yeah, yeah, you know, get them, get them to understand that is because if the video quality, just like as if the audio quality wasn't any good or you know had issues in that, you know, it's a. I had to go through the same thing doing the podcast when I first started because before I was in radio, I didn't have to worry about that, but doing a podcast. You know, you don't know yourself what's what's really going to work and what's not going to work. And it takes a while to develop the right lighting and the right sound and the right backdrop and look and everything yeah. like that. Because, you know, those are things that keep people interested at the same time, you know. Because I can't tell you how many guys come on my show and, you know, that I'm interviewing and they're just wanting to talk about my stuff. Which yeah, I I've seen that flying bee behind you, to be honest, and I'm quite jealous. I've got my I've got my homemade telly and my um my 20 year old Explorer. I'm quite proud of those, but that that flying bee is brilliant. You know that that that's from a company called Sozo, 
out of Ohio. It's a, it's a no brand, you know, nobody, you know, who's heard of it. And when I was touring for a living, cause I toured up until 2013 and then I stopped at, and at one point in time they contacted me and they wanted me to play their guitar. And so uh, they sent me a V and I love the guitar, but I hated the electronics in it. It was, the electronics was crap. <laughs> so I told them, I said, you know, I'd love to play it, but the electronics are crap. I mean, if we could redo the electronics on it, I'll play the guitar. I'll, you know, I'll take one and I'll play one. And, uh, and so we turn around and, uh, I'm good friends with Steve Lukather and I got a set of his DiMaggio transitions and I dropped them in there with a, um, it's got a 15 decibel treble boost. There's no tone knob. It's just a volume with a push, you know, for the treble boost. And that with the two with the two transitions and that guitar is just friggin' killer. I, I had it pinstriped and then I hung it on the wall and never played it again. That's the thing. I am um, I'm I'm not like I do play guitar, obviously. Um being yeah. the wrong wrong company, but you know, compared to our guitarists, I am um, I'm a <laughs> A massive amateur but um I, I just love i love looking at guitars more than anything and i think that's that's um that's the passion the passion for guitar is like steve Vai's guitar came out earlier that ridiculous hydra thing with the um and so i'm instantly messaging some of our guitarists <laughs> have you seen that and and even though they're doing it as a day job it's um you know they, they are sitting there playing guitar or talking about guitar all day it's great to see that passion from so many of them yeah 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 i mean it, it's amazing how many people love the guitar you know it really it really is and and steve Vai, i don't know if you've ever been on his website but he's got all his gear listed on his website you go to his yeah website. I, 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 I need to have a proper look at this hydra thing um it's uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, to be honest. But. Yeah, he, he's he's a crazy dude. Uh, he's actually on my show next week, next Wednesday. So yeah, yeah, I, I did say I was. Um, I did say I'll have to. I'll have to check that one out because um, uh, his. What was the last song he did? I really enjoyed the last song he did. Because um, don't tell him, but I wasn't so sure on Candle Power, but. Uh. Yeah. So uh, so what's uh, the the future? I mean, what's the future hold for JTC? I mean. Is the goal to just stay the course or is the goal to, you know, expand like you were saying earlier into maybe some other genres? Yeah, I think um, we've got, we have got some exciting developments this year, um, which will, I mean, they're kind of in the early stages, but it will essentially allow customers to have a much closer relationship with the artist. You know, at the moment, it's um, a case of you buy the product, go for it. You know, we give you PDFs and some content like Jack Gardner's. He has loads of lesson content. Um, but we're hoping this year that we can, we're bringing in a, a much more, you can interact with the artist in certain ways. Um, so that's, that's one really exciting development. I think there's a, we've spoke about it before that we'd love to do stuff more come behind, come from behind the camera a bit more, not just doing stuff like this, but, doing stuff in person you know the, the clinics and obviously the last two years not been the easiest time to um at some point i'm gonna get to go to a gig again uh, yeah. but so, so there's that but i think it is a case of growing and a kind of expanding but we are we're, we're wary of 
are doing anything too fast because of that responsibility we've got to yeah. our, our artists for one um and obviously the staff as well you know the team but I, i'd love to you know in a few years to see us kind of expanding into new areas that i haven't like i'm a massive metal head and um you know metal is all about like you know heavy riffs and stuff and we've we've got a bit of it and and hopefully we'll get we'll get some more and it's stuff like that it's building on building on little successes um but i think i think the the the, this year will actually be one of the most exciting developments with the stuff we've got we've got coming probably hopefully in the summer but if anyone's ever worked with a web developer uh, <laughs> these things sorry scott and liam but <laughs> well you know i can i can tell you that when i talk to uh, guitars that are on your platform and they they all have really really positive things to say about the people at JTC mm. and uh, the support that they get and, and all that you guys do for them, you know, and they also talk about the fact that if it wasn't for JTC sometimes, you know, it would be difficult for them as, as a musician simply because they can't go out and play a lot of gigs. And so by, you know, participating in your platform, it gives them sort of a passive income you know, so that they can, you know, uh, you know, stay working at the same time, you know, and they've all got great things to say about you guys. So, I mean, that should make you feel pretty good. I mean, it, it does. I mean, we, we, um, I think because we've got that, the royalties thing, mm. it does mean that we're both kind of invested in the same mission, as it were, you know, if we make money, someone else makes money and vice versa. So, um, cause people got to put food on the table, but you know, it's, and what, what we also try and do is we do try and let artists lead the way in the content they want to create essentially. So Martin Miller, um, who I know you've spoken to, um, he, he went away for, you know, he did loads of content with JTC. Then had a four year break and we were like constantly on, come on. And he was like, oh, when I get the idea, you know, when I, and then he did last year's right. I've got got it. I'm gonna do guide to picking, and it was just monstrous. Like I think it was our best product, been our best product ever, or whatever. And um, it's good because we gave him that freedom. Marcos Fogli is another one. You know, he he's gone away. Um, I mean, it's not for the want of trying for me. I chase these guys. I'm an annoying. I'm an annoying person. I will chase and chase and chase and chase. Um, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not shy. But I mean, this, that's that's the lovely thing that we we get to give them that freedom, you know. But I mean, at the same time, there's guidance as well because if someone comes to us with, I've got a twenty licks pack, it can only be played on an eight string guitar, and it's all in fifteen eight. I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> you know, right? I like it. I'm yeah. a massive Dillinger Escape Plan fan, but you know, uh, yeah. Well, that was one of the things, you know, because I did talk to Martin and, and Martin did say that one of the things he liked was that he could do it, you know, at his own convenience, you know, in the mm -hmm. sense that if he wanted, if he had an idea that he really felt, you know, was was good, that he could do that. And if he had more than one, he could do that, too. And if he didn't have one, well, then you know, you guys would understand until he came up with one. And uh, yeah, we want to force. a lot about you guys, yeah. though. I mean, it says a lot about you because there's so many people that would be pushing somebody like that 
to create content because, you know, I can understand Martin's probably one of the guys that people really, really pay attention to. Yeah. I mean, there is an element of pushing, but it's, it's always like, like, hi, you know, do you want to, it's like, do you want to come out and play kind of thing? It's, <laughs> it's not, let's go and let's do this. You know, we might suggest ideas. I was talking to um, a guitarist earlier and I was just, you know, spitballing ideas back and forth. But if that person, if he or she doesn't like them, then we're not never going to force someone to, um, to go down a route they're not they're not comfortable with you know and it's the same when we put together these collab you know we've done like where we got five people soloing on a track and it's for some people it's just not their bag they just don't want to they don't like being put up here against other guys or girls and that's fine you know it's the way of the world yeah well i i the other thing too that you guys do is uh you know the the backing tracks that you have on your site that you offer for sale and that i think that's such a great idea now our I'm guessing that the artists themselves are creating the backing tracks for themselves or are they getting them from you or? It's a mix, to be honest. I mean, JTC started as Blues Jam Tracks. It right. started as Blues Jam Tracks many, 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 many years, about 15 years ago. And then the whole uh, Guthrie and the Corner thing, so they sold them as a as a tab thing that became jam track central but the the jam tracks will is and always will be there so i suppose this if someone's coming up with release um that most people want to write their own backings a it's more natural mm-hmm. it is a time-consuming process i think i sometimes forget this that the backing if anything is more time consuming than the, the playing um but it's also because we're on a royalty split Obviously, if they're using someone else's backing, then we have to pay that person, which is understandable. Um, sometimes they'll just go to the store. So like uh, Rodrigo Gavea, the Neo Soul Fusion guy, brilliant player, lovely guy. He is working on release and he just went to our store and just said, can I have these? Yeah. Happy days. Max Ostro was the same with his first one. He just picks them. But then staying on Max, we're currently writing tracks for him you know, like yeah. specifically we've got a writer's forum. So um, I suppose that's, that's the three ways. We, we do love the, the backing tracks. It's kind of, that's the, uh, you know, that's the little baby that, that will always be there kind of things. We've got so many now, thousands of backing tracks. And I get, I'm still finding them every now and again. And yeah. um, with the, some of them got crazy changes. Some of them are just vampy, vampy as hell. And it's nice that we've got that variety basically. Yeah, you know, somebody, you know, myself, I I played at backing tracks all the time. It's one of the ways that I try to stay sharp or, or rehearse or whatever on my own is by playing to a variety. And a lot of them come from you guys simply because you have such a massive variety, you know, of tracks to choose from. So if I want to play, you know, something fusion-y or something bluesy or whatever, I can get it right there, which is really nice. And we've got, I think we've got... Um... I mean, this just kind of goes to the stepping into new worlds. We've got our, like a Latin vibes one coming out next month. It's, I mean, don't, it's not, when I say Latin vibes, it's not, you know, full on Colombian and Canto style. Um, right. <laughs> you know, it's nice that we can touch on those things and we've, we've got a few releases next month and we've always got guys, people, people writing on, writing them. 
Dave Lockwood's a brilliant backing track writer and he sent me some yesterday and they were, I'm like, I'll, I did, I'm quite privileged when someone sends me backing tracks. It's a nice part of my job that I get to go and pick up my guitar and I give it the Dan <laughs> test. If I can jam over it, anyone can jam over it. That's what I say. <laughs> That's the test. That's how we know. That's how it makes the roster. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, no, I can't play on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what would you tell a guy, you know, guitar player that's, you know, in his own world or whatever that has the notion that he wants to, you know, a, uh, attempt to to reach out to you guys and that? What should they do or can they? 100%. I think um, I, but we, we, we always reply to people. I mean, there are some people that they'll send me a, an out of tune video of Hotel California on a, <laughs> on a, on a strap with five strings filmed on a phone. I'm just like, yeah, it, it's, I mean, that's unfortunate. Um, they, they clearly don't get what the platform is about, yeah. but those that do, it's a case of look at what we're offering and then try and be as introspective as possible, which is really hard, you know, especially when you're younger, like, I write, I write a lot of our product descriptions and I know now that I'm, it's, it's good. Whereas 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, it's brilliant. And I wouldn't have accepted anything different. Yeah. So I think you've got to have that level of introspection and even our guitarists that I deal with every day that are brilliant guitarists, they're convinced that they're not, which yeah. <laughs> probably isn't a healthy thing, but um, it shows that they're just constantly striving just to, fine tune and and you can see it in in players Connor Kaminsky for example who works on the team at JTC he brought out a release at the end of last year and he is a brilliant example of someone that we started working with um and was a brilliant player at the time and but he is in my opinion anyway and I hope he takes this the right way to <laughs> two years later he's just a absolute monster player but he's also learned about the filming and stuff so uh, for a new person it's a case of a looking at what we what we do and the kind of standards we try and try and set um but do get in touch essentially you know like we do want to hear from people because sometimes there's a gem in the in the dirt you know and sometimes we've gone to people you know what like there's some great stuff there but you need to go away and work on your you know, we wouldn't be able to put it out like this filming wise, or we don't feel that you're like really being true to yourself kind of thing, you know, and then I'll come back. And I think from memory, Brian Maillard, Maillard is an example of that. And Brian, I think he's one of our, like Brian's a guy, you can give him anything and he'll just nail it. Yeah. And um, Lou Thomas is a, a case as well, country player. He, he got in contact Initially, we were like, oh, no, actually. But then he came back, did all the stuff we asked, and just, we're just like, yeah, of course, you know. So, and and that's, that's what we asked. Just be be open to feedback when, you know, when it comes. And I do we do try and reply to everyone. There's one person I need to reply to, and it might take us a week to reply. But it's because we're trying to be honest and, right. you know, Right. and helpful essentially so when somebody sends you something are you looking for them to send uh, like what would be a sample of a lesson or are you just looking for them to maybe send uh them playing over a backing track or I think are you looking for them to kind of give you 
here's me playing over a backing track and here's kind of my verbal resume. I think it varies because if you look at our content, someone like um, Nazim or Luca or even Martin, there's no, there's no lesson content. You know, it's no. all, this is my playing. Luca, for example, loves his super Locrian. So he's constantly doing his outside stuff and whatnot. Um, Marco, again, I mean, this, I think this is Josh's last release might have been, no, it was the second release with, with talking all oh, the Guffrey ones there's no talking you know yeah. Yeah. um so it varies because someone like James Graydon who um his content is very much based around the lesson you know it's right. it is less flashy playing it's more a, there's a technical approach to it so it varies I think just show us your strengths basically show us your strengths as in the best way that you can um and, you know, I think the thing is to be realistic when you look at our content and and what we're offering. And then when you send your stuff in, be, you know, be realistic in that in that sense, because um, not everything. Not everything is is going to is going to hit the mark, essentially. So but yeah. you don't know unless you try. <laughs> You know, there, might be, there might be five year gap between you trying, but, is, you know, if you go away and work on it. Right. Right. Well, you know, and that's what Nazim said to me. He says, well, I just sent him an email, you know, with, you know, me doing my thing. And, and he goes, I was surprised. And I'm like, how could you be surprised, man? Have you heard yourself play? But Nazim approached it in the right way. You get some people that just send, have a look at my playing. What do you think? Yeah. And it's like, well, you've clearly not put the time and effort into, you know, really thinking like, A, I want this and B, like, I'm going to show show these guys how I work kind of thing whereas Nazim it was everything was professionally yeah. as, as much as you can because English is his second language you know like we've had a few translation errors when we communicate um and but we were like yeah why not he's, he's put the effort in well let's see let's see what you can do um because sometimes we'll say let's see what you can do then you know no promises you know um and they come back, come back with gold. Like he went into the studio space for his first 20 licks and it was just really nice. It was just super tasteful. Jan Serka, who's a, the owner I spoke about, he said he's the Algerian Larry Carlton. So yeah. um, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you guys, you guys have managed to do some really great things. And the, the thing that I appreciate the most is, is how you highlight all these other players from that, that nobody else would really know that would never, they never, nobody would ever know about Igor or Nazim or some of those guys. We we got, I I don't understand how he like, he just kind of appeared, Igor. It was just like, he'd been doing gigs on the like Dubai circuit and stuff like that. And um, I can tell you, he's got a track out, um, 11th of february and it eclipses the previous two and if anyone knows the previous two he's put out with us they just he messaged me on a friday saying i've uh oh, i've got a new track it's it's madder than the other two it's at 210 bpm and i'm like what like he's like it's a bit rough and he sends me this rough demo i say rough demo in inverted commas and it's oh it's just yeah but yeah it's it's amazing to be able to highlight and we get, 
I think from a, it's lovely to be able to give people a source of income that they can, like Igor's got a, you know, a little girl Iris and um, it it helps, helps them support and they can go off and, and do other stuff. You know, I heard one of the people in the Marvel films saying that, yeah, it was the 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 great thing about having the money from a Marvel film was it allowed him to go off and do like the weird art house stuff, you know, and it's probably the same. They can, concentrate on their albums and things right. and well yeah, you know guys in those types of locations they have uh, limited opportunity or limited resources in compared to like me in chicago it's easy you, you know? can go to um chicago music exchange and right. see see nathaniel murphy say hello from me uh, <laughs> i can i i mean there, I, we have so much opportunity and, and so much at our disposal in comparison, because I know talking to some of those guys, just talking about getting guitars or getting a certain kind of amp, you know, that like, well, we don't have those around here. You know, it's like it costs way too much money to get one here, you know, kind of thing where we have those at our disposal. So, you know, um, giving them an opportunity to be able to showcase themselves is really, really cool. It's, uh, it's true. Yeah. With Nazim, it's, that's one with the filming side. There's kind of decisions you have to make on it. And um, and I think that's probably why we've never really had an African guitarist before because, you know, the, the opportunity had been there, but Fair Play to Nazim made it happen. Obviously, the Eagles in Bosnia, um, which, yeah. I mean, Bosnia is fairly, fairly connected in that sense, but it's still, in terms of a rock scene, it's... You know, or which is where Eagle comes from. I'm not sure what the scene is like there. So we've got a, we've got a North Macedonian guitarist, Damir Pur, who's a brilliant producer. I think you might have had Damir on. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had him on. Yeah, and he's a brilliant producer, yeah. Damir, and he's he's wonderful to work with. And yeah, I mean, his it it goes the other way because he's in North Macedonia. He can afford to work a bit cheaper. Yeah. So, you know, which is something we have to take into account actually with guitarists from all over because. You know, someone on a, in LA might need something to sell 20 times more than someone that's in, I don't know, somewhere else where, where the, the, you know, Thailand, for example, where the cost of living is cheaper. So, yeah. um, which is, yeah, well, I tell you what, Dan, it has been, uh, it's been a pleasure, man, talking to you. Yeah, 100%. Lovely. Getting to know more about JTC and that. What we're going to do is we're going to actually focus for two whole months on just guitars from your platform and that this uh, uh, coming up here in the next couple of months. I think that's what it's going to be. And so, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. We've already interviewed Martin. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was going to ask, essentially, shall I just pass that out to anyone that's interested? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I know Jake. Oh, I was speaking. You could, if you wanted to, you could throw it out to your whole stable and say, "Hey, you know, you know, who who'd like to participate?" Because I, I did ask Guthrie last week because I was asking him about something else, yeah. um, and I left it with him. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I know that's the one that everyone wants, but um, yeah. yeah. Well. But I know I'll pass. I'll pass it out to. Um, I'll just I'll just send a mass email out saying anyone that's interested, crack on. Yeah, yeah. Just let them know we're going to do a, a focus, a spotlight on JTC for a couple of months on the show. But that's not to say that we wouldn't have somebody else on. I don't know if you know this, but every second Wednesday of the month, 
I do what you guys do, which is focus on somebody from someplace else that most people probably don't know about, you know, that I think is, is a brilliant guitar player or has a lot of potential that I think people should know about. And so regardless if, you know, if they fall into that two month platform where we're focusing on JTC, we still might have the opportunity to, you know, to have them on. So. Well, I mean, on that then, let's stay, I'll try and stay in touch because I do see players all the time. Yeah, I've got like a keep an eye on list. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that I'm like, and then a couple, after a while, I'm like, right, they're ready now. You know, <laughs> but, you know might be one thing. if I see anyone, I'll um, I'll try and I'll try and send them your way because there's so many brilliant players out there. Yeah, um, that I, I jam with the month. Some of the talent on there gets mad, absolutely yeah. mad. And they're at home and just, I think as well, Igor has obviously had massive success with us. But some of the stuff he's playing, it's just, I'm like, who can play this? Right, yeah. <laughs> but people people can. So the, the, those players are out there. They're out yeah. there. He, he's a standout player. He's one, he's one of my favorites, you know, in that. Have you guys ever approached Marcus uh Mel or demo or dml from hamburg germany nope oh man oh, right. was it marcus Demel? he he's he's a seasoned cat you know he does his own master classes and gives lessons and he's in a few bands he just put out a new album and that which is his first uh, instrumental album but uh i tell you what man i i've i've talked to been around some of the greatest and that cat man is just he's fantastic he's fantastic not not he he's a well-rounded player he's one of those guys that really knows how to create beautiful swells volume swells you yeah. know what i mean he knows how to he knows how to do some techniques that are just absolutely beautiful but in the end his playing is is just absolutely brilliant uh, there's a few there's one guy um who yan um yan yan of our only yan he He's a brilliant player in his own right, but he just kind of, he, he's not really bothered about playing anymore. He just does production because he's made a lot of money on uh, library music. You know, he wrote the backing track for Zach, Wells, Zach Wilde's Farewell Ballad and, yeah. um, you know, uh, Wind That Shakes the Heart for Andy James. He, he's written some bangers, but he's got, he loves this guy called Philip, Philip Sace. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I know Philip real well. And I've, I've tried emailing him tried messaging him i've tried everything and if i got him on i think jan would be jan would be so happy because he loves him um really so yeah there's i mean there's some players that we've reached out to and you just don't hear from like they might have other stuff going on it's fine it's i mean when you, i love when you do hear like i am a massive mastodon fan i've got two mastodon fan uh, tattoos and i reached out to bill Callagher about it was mid 2020 uh because it was during lockdown i remember my daughter was with me because working with my daughter around because she wasn't allowed to go to school because of uh, covid and all that and then he replied to my email <laughs> <laughs> um the big kid in me so i've chanced my arm with a few like you know you, you won't hear from everyone it's, yeah, it's yeah. The way. but I yeah, there's ever names you think would be great. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check out. I've not heard this. Is this is what I love about guitar as well? Yeah. There's so many guitarists out there. Some are big names, and you might not hear. You're right. Yeah. yeah, no, Marcus is amazing. 
and I know Philip, you know, I can actually, I'll reach out to Philip. I'll send him an email. Oh man, that'd be amazing. I know I, that I, you I, guys are, are hunting him down. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, makes me laugh with um, Nathaniel Murphy. I mentioned, I don't know if you know Nathaniel Murphy's, um, he's kind of a guy that we've been speaking to for about two years about filming stuff, but he doesn't have a clue about it, you know? Yeah. So he needs to get someone to do it. But um, he's one that we, I was, I was desperate to get. So I, in the end, I just kind of went, I was just putting comments on Instagram, you know, everywhere and anywhere. And he replied to one and then I gave him my number and about a month later, I randomly got a message from him. And now I talk to him about all sorts now about British confectionery and football and, you know, but it's sometimes I think there's so many comments and stuff that I've, we, you know, we've got some big social channels and I, I miss stuff all the time. Yeah. It's, it's just can't keep up with it all. It's mad. So. Yeah. 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 What about, what about, I know you're, you, you know, you're in your metal stuff and that. What about Alex Byrot? Who, sorry? Alex Byrot. Again, it's the name. Ah, he's a guitarist for Primal Fear. Oh, okay. Right. Bad, man. He's also in Voodoo Circle. He, uh, it's great. It's great. (laughs) He's all, he's in France. He's from Germany, but he's in France. Yeah. yeah, but he's definitely somebody. Yeah, he's perfect for for your platform. I will. Check, yeah. I'll check them out. Uh, I, I'll tell you what. On on Friday, I'll have to I'll have to send you this video. A friend of mine said like this is just like this is ridiculous, and I mean I see these ridiculous guitar playing all the time. You know, um, so sometimes I'm a bit like blind, <laughs> blind yeah. to it. But I I watched this video. And like the mix on it is atrocious, but the, the playing, it's a, like a technical death metal band and there's three fretless bass solos in it. The whole, it's like Primus, I'll send you it. And I was just, I was, again, I was forwarding it to our guitarist, just like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, it's so out there. It's like musically, it's so out there. It's, but I do like that. I can still be amazed by, um, by guitarists. It's great. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan, I appreciate your time in that. Okay, and thank you so much for the highlighting the JTC stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's greatly appreciated. No, man, I appreciate what you do, you know, what you guys do to help, you know, players, you know, from around the world. It's a good thing. You know, people need to know about these cats and uh, you're one of the only places they can find out about them. So, well, so, hopefully we keep, keep doing what we're doing and um... yeah, we'll stay in touch. Yeah, one day, one day we'll get my doom, my doom metal. One day we'll get it. There we'll we get go. Matt, we'll get Matt Pike on. <laughs> All right, man. You take care of yourself, okay? Cool. Cheers, man. All right, man. Oh, um, thanks very much. I'll, I'll send the emails out. Take care. All right, very good. Later. Well, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Dan Gee from JTC Jam Track Central. I want to thank Dan for participating. I want to thank him for the help that he did in helping me wrangle up a couple of these guys that I wanted. And, uh, you know, make sure that you're going to to jtcguitar.com in order to, you know, learn. You know, you want to learn, you know, how to play melody solos. You want to learn different types of picking. You want to learn chord progressions. You want to learn metal. You want to learn jazz, whatever it is. That's the place to go, Jam Track Central. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in. Join me next week when my guest is Martin Miller. 
from JTC. Man, he's a great player. And uh, don't forget about the uh, the album I'm Veteran and supporting that and the Chicago uh, National uh, Guitar Show. Go to Guitar Talk Official for all the information. Thank you so much.